And he thinks he called me a zealot. I'm a zealot. Well, the actual definition of the word is to be uncompromising in your beliefs, whether that structure be political or religious. Well, yeah, he called, he, ca he called me a cult leader, too. Yeah. Ca uh, <laughs> Colts Carnivore Cult. Should we rename this podcast Colts Carnivore Cult? How about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a zealot because I, I'm compromising. Well, pardon my French here, Colt, but you're fucking right. I'm, I'm, I am compromising with my health, man. Yeah, I care. I don't want those problems. I watched my yeah. dad die in 10 weeks due to the very things that you're promoting to eat. Yes, I am uncompromising, and I think that it's probably good advice to give other people that they be uncompromising. <laughs> Howdy, everybody. Welcome to episode 228 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast, your weekly workout motivation to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. Coach Steven is joining us again from New Jersey, uncovering fitness lies from keyboard warriors that are unfortunately all too common on social media. So if you are unfamiliar with Steven, his first appearance on our show was last Friday. That was episode 226 why you should not track calories part two of two steven is another primal health coach that helps men between the ages of 35 to 60 to regain their health and vitality through the power of animal-based nutrition his instagram is at the.ancestral.perspective his website is www.theancestralperspective.com he also offers free consultations, so take advantage of it, but don't take advantage of it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, he is offering his time for free, willing to help because he truly cares. Welcome, Stephen, back to the show. How was your weekend, pal? Outstanding, man. Outstanding. Had a good uh, had a good weekend. Celebrated my uh, my fiance's birthday. It was outstanding. Thank you so much for having uh, me as an as a guest on your show. I'm I'm very very uh, excited to be part of your platform. Oh, of course, man. Every, every time we talk, we usually get pretty heated about something or we're laughing about something. So it's 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 either a really good time or a really productive time because it, it brings us close to something that we're both pretty passionate about, a.k.a. the carnivore diet. So it, it should make for some entertaining, uh, some entertaining listen and entertaining listen to to all your listeners out there. I, uh, I, I think so. Yeah. So we've both been doing um, a bit of collaborative work since we since we've met. And I would say that 99% of everything is just love, man. It's just testimonials. I mean, this guy named Toby, I'd never heard of him before. He's not a client of mine or anything, but he's just a new follower since you and I started working together. And he uh, told me and, and I asked him, okay, man, what's your story? Why are you on the carnivore diet? Because like all of our new followers lately are carnivores, right? And he just uh, and, he, and, he, and, he and he tells his life-changing story. And so we're going to put that one on Carnivore Coach's Corner. But, I mean, uh, most of what we're getting is, is is love. But there's a few, oh, what should uh, sh sh should should we say, egotistical influencers? or <laughs> I, I don't know what we want to label. Uh, hate, haters, jerks, okay, whatever. But um, people that are criticizing uh, not only us, but our clients and people that are really truly seeing wonderful health benefits from mm -hmm. the carnivore diet <clears throat> and uh one of these one, one one of these guys um will not will not debate us <laughs> no matter how many times we ask i wonder why <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like that's always fair right if you're gonna argue your case okay great let's go live but if you're gonna get if but if you're gonna be a keyboard warrior and type back man i don't have time to deal with this kind of stuff all right if you want to have a conversation your platform, my platform, uh, I don't care who the audience is, but it's got to be live, all right? I'm ready to talk. Let me know when you're ready. <laughs> and until we hear back, I guess we're just going to respond to this guy, David. Uh, Dave, David Roden is his name on Instagram. Um, I'm going to respond with a couple, couple thoughts that we have on some comments that he made on one of our last posts. Yeah, so he is a... Uh... You know, the, the overall message I think that he's trying to to put out there i think it's positive i think he's trying to be you know I, I think he's lost a lot of weight which is good and i and i don't hate on anybody for losing a, t a ton of weight i mean that's that is a tremendous accomplishment no matter who you are and how you accomplish it a hundred percent man and i think that that needs to be applauded so to that guy absolutely man sure. good you, job sir you've done a great job losing that much weight 200 plus pounds keeping it off is an is an outstanding thing and anybody who says different is i think a little bit deluded but mm -hmm. um 
the message in which he claims authority and, and this is where things go a little bit a little bit awry is he wants to claim that he's an authority in this space simply because well see how he frames his argument in the beginning of his post as a guy who's been down 200 plus pounds for over a decade automatically makes the audience think well this is the way it goes and this is the only way to do it and this yeah. way it needs to be done period 24 7 and no one in our community namely myself or you have said that by counting calories you can't lose weight that's not what i've said that you you can't produce that quote from me anywhere because there but i did say that there is only one way that it will work mm -hmm. the only way it will work is if you vastly grossly under eat which is frankly stupid it's a horrible idea it's a horrible so many levels and and it neglects the damage that it will do to your thyroid, your metabolism, your endocrine system, and your just overall general day-to-day well-being. Namely, the most your hormones. You're going to feel like shit. Now, the fact that this guy can maintain that is fantastic. It's in, He would be an outlier on the bell curve. And I'll tell you that right now, Cole, because the vast majority of people who try that approach don't last. Mm -hmm. Simply because of those things. And... I, I, I was able, yeah, I was able to maintain my body weight for a couple years counting calories between competitions, but still like every off season, like I would, I, I would just, I would just get way too big as long as I had carbs in my diet. And so if I had 250 grams of protein, 250 grams of carbs and 80 grams of fat, um, I would put on body fat doing that. But yet I could eat zero grams of carbs, 500 grams of protein and 80 grams of fat. I'm not saying that's a good macro split. That's actually a terrible macro split. <laughs> but 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 I felt better doing that than with carbs in my diet. And I and I, and I can lose weight doing that and I legitimately feel better and have better workouts. Don't need to snack throughout the day. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to take you away from your main point. <laughs> no, 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 please because you're absolutely correct, man. That's exactly right. And like yeah. and this thing like he he wants to be like well it's a, and it's the same amount of calories sorry that was the last thing i was gonna say it's the same amount of calories apparently so how does one make me fat and how does one make me feel great <laughs> it's, because it's a lot more than just calories there's a lot yeah. of play here and right. i think that he's saying to do which is just hey ignore everything count calories it doesn't matter enjoy your processed food enjoy all of these things it's really, really, really narrow in scope. And he's completely neglecting the effect. Like some of these videos he does, he's holding a Mountain Dew can. Like that's, that's <laughs> not the way, man. Like it's, that's it's not, not sending, not sending a good message. No. And, and not to mention, like you, you think it's okay to eat these foods and be healthy. It, in, in extraordinary moderation, perhaps. But when you eat those things, you have to understand that there's a downstream effect. It's glycogen issues it's putting your disease risk through the roof it's it's really really bad for your insulin to you know you have to constantly try to eat up all that glucose in your blood and it's going to send your hormones up and down and up and down and you're going to ride that insulin wave and that's going to make you more hungry you ever known anybody eat one pringle no, i don't know not me. <laughs> yeah i mean I eat that yeah those those little those little snack packs that they came out with were genius because that gave a way for people to like actually control yourself if you got the whole tube man just be honest with yourself. You're, you're going to talk, you're going to talk yourself into eating the whole thing in <laughs> 10 and, minutes. <laughs> and, and to do it, to do it that way is going to put you into a state of misery. You're going to walk around all day thinking about food, obsessing about food. How many calories do I have left? Can I eat this bite of yogurt or pudding or whatever it is that you want, as opposed to just letting your body naturally kind of dictate itself based on your hunger signals and not counting anything is a much better alternative because it's going to send you into complete harmony. You're going to have your hormones will align. Your satiety signals will be in control of everything. You'll eat fatty, delicious meat and eggs and animal-based foods when you're hungry. Eat till satiety and then repeat. And life's yeah. easy. It's basic. There's no stress. There's no nothing. And he thinks he called me a zealot. I'm a zealot because... I'm uh, I, I, well, the actual definition of the word is to be uncompromising in your beliefs, whether that structure be political or religious. Well, yeah, he called, he, ca he called me a cult leader, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Colt's carnivore cult. Should we rename this podcast Colt's carnivore cult? How about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a zealot because I, I'm <laughs> compromising. Well, pardon my French here, Colt, but 
you're fucking right. I'm, I'm, I am <laughs> compromising with my health, man. Yeah, I care. I don't want those problems. I watched my yeah. dad die in 10 weeks due to the very things that you're promoting to eat. Yes, I am uncompromising. And I think that it's probably good advice to give other people that they be uncompromising <laughs> with their health too. So if you I want love to- your angle at it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I absolutely you zealot. Should, you, 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 shouldn't, you shouldn't compromise your health. Thank yes. you. I'm a, I'm a zealot. That's a compliment. <laughs> I am. Yes, I am uncompromising around the table. That is correct. And I think you should be too. And and here's the thing. like The contradictions in his personality are honestly amusing. Because in one of his comments, he said, well, uh, as a you know, as an elimination diet, and if you're healing your gut and your IBS, Crohn's, irritable bowel, um, you know, one of those diseases, the carnivore diet can be absolutely effective and, and it can heal your gut. However, yeah. I would do it as a, as a, as something for your general health. Oh, what? <laughs> How does that work? Like you, okay. So it's good to heal my Crohn's disease, but it's not good for my general health. Make Man, it he, make sense to me. He, comp- he, he compromises his nutrition his, his nutrition information just as much as he does his biblical theology, man. It, 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 this, this is awful. Yeah, what did he call you? <laughs> a, cult, a cult leader. A cu- I'm a cult leader. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Good God. And then, and, then, and, then he turned it, and then he turned it into some religious thing for you, which was even more embarrassing for me. I know. I was, I was like, man, I am not going to have this argument here. But what he said does need to be addressed, though. So that's why we're talking about it on the podcast. Uh, yeah, that's not something that you can just comment back, back and forth on. When you, when you, when you, bring, when you bring God into it, that, uh, <laughs> that, 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 make, that makes things a little bit more serious. One thing before we head that direction, uh, this is Sam's, Sam's meal plan, touching on what you were saying about uh, – about, uh, about about moderation and and it's and in having those foods within within moderation um i think that's something that's healthy personally it's not something that i that, that i that i do a lot of though i'm on the lion diet right now this is day number five for me strict lion diet i'm just feeling great man like i don't i don't miss carbs i haven't had carbs in over a year um the toughest thing to let go right now is caffeine and sweets also because i'm still trying to kick bronchitis right now <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So, so my so my digestive system is kind of trashed. But uh, doing uh, do, doing doing one or two meals a day and just keeping everything red meat, water, salt has been making my digestion as easy and as smooth as it possibly can be. Which is my favorite thing about the lion diet. Moderation, real quick, are this like I think that when you're coaching people and you know they're they're new to any sort of nutrition strategy, you're you're very likely going to be dealing with to some degree some sort of addiction some sort of addictive behavior yep. as far as processed foods go right right but i think that the, what's most important is that you you don't want to be like at least at least in my practice i don't say hey listen we're never going to eat a, a piece of birthday cake again because it's just not going to happen that's not reality mm-hmm. you're going to come at some point you know something will happen what i think is the most important tenet is control i think you have to you have to give yourself at least an amount of time. Like for instance, you're on day five, you know, where you, you really dial in the nutrition. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, I think that a lot of research seems to point to the 12 week mark. You get, you get to, you get to 12 weeks. And I think that's when you really are in kind of coast mode and then you can start to play. Yeah. Fat and protein ratios. But what is most important is you're in control of those cravings. And once you're there, once you can walk by that plate of cookies or you can just say no to the chips, I don't need that stuff. I'm okay. Yep. That's when you can be like, hey, you know, on this weekend, I'm going to have a piece of birthday cake with my daughter or something like that. Is is that you maintain control of it and that you've performed that focal shift where you understand that there's a line between human food and nutrition and a recreational drug. Right. And that, that is the difference. No one's saying you can never have a little bag of Skittles again. We're saying, Hey, let's get to a point where we can control it. And that's, that's the point that he doesn't seem to understand this for this guy, David, is that for the, for the vast majority of people, when you put those processed foods into your mouth, it's going to drive cravings. It's going to drive insulin. It's going to make right. you crazy and it's going to make you want it more. So yeah. control is, is the key, key, key tenant here thank you very much for saying that i agree with you on every single word that you just said if you have a if you have an occasional piece of cake if you're if 20 percent of your diet 
is cake and Skittles and everything else is beef, butter, bacon, and eggs. And you're nailing your diet six days a week. And then you have one day where you have, where, where, where you have some fun, whatever that means to you. God bless you. If you can do it, I can't. And I can probably count a, on, on one or I can count on one or two hands, the amount of people I know that can actually stick to that. Most people in my experience are, 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 um, are eliminators more so than moderators. Yeah. Um, let this gal, this gal, Sam, uh, she was, she was saying, um, I was on my diet every single day since day one. And then I had a rotisserie chicken and, um, and I had some hot sauce on it. And then she listed like three or four other foods that weren't in her meal plan. But I was like, those are all awesome decisions. Are you kidding me? Like you've yeah. been seeing great process, great progress the entire week. If even that, if you even like did overconsume just on accident and store anybody, cause she's on a bikini prep right now. And so I was like, even if, even if you, even if you did go, uh, go, go over for one meal, I mean, as long as you're eating this satiety, you are definitely going to minimize any damage that you could be doing on your prep. And so I'm like, if you're, if you're 95% adherent, man, when you, when you go to the buffet with your husband, like you just did after church, like uh, get, get, get whatever looks good that you don't normally get to eat that you know that you're, that you know is going to be worth it. Like, you know, that cake is going to make you feel like crap. So she didn't get cake. She didn't get any desserts or anything, you know, but she, but she, but she was able to eat a lot of different types of foods that just like weren't normally in her meal plan. And I was like, don't sweat about the seed oils that are in it. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. There's a little bit of sugar in it. I mean, you're going to be okay. It's one meal. As long as you're on track for the, for the rest of the week. Great. Exactly. That, and, and that's fantastic advice. I think Thanks. like you, uh, you know, if you tell somebody like, cause, cause we gotta be realistic with these things. Like you're not going to not have, you know, uh, uh, some, some, some good bread at an Italian restaurant ever again. You're gonna, you know, you're a human yeah. being, but the point is, I think if you get the major decisions, right, like, believe it or not, I'm actually a person that, uh, during football season, I usually have like some cheat stuff on the weekends on Sundays, you know, yeah. I, during I'll eat some, I always regret it too. I always regret it, but, but I'm able to go right back to my normal diet six days a week. And, you know, I, I, I can, I usually play with about an eight pound difference. So I'm a big guy with a six, three. So I, I will play from like about two Oh five up to maybe even up to two fifteen, just in water weight. And then I'll dial it back down to two Oh two, two Oh three. And I get nice and lean, yeah. but within that small range, I don't see any real huge issue. I've got it dialed in six days a week. And like right now I'm, I'm cutting for my wedding. So, um, I've got, I'm probably about 201 pounds right now, one, 199 to 200 pounds. I'm about 14% body fat. I feel real good. For the wedding, I'd like to probably get down to 195, I think would probably be a good goal for me. But nice. uh, that's probably going to have to go up into cardio a little bit and stuff like that. But as far as I don't suffer doing that, and I all I did was pull the one sheet cheats out during the weekend, and that's it. And it was very easy, you know. But I think you're right as as far as far as most people go, and that's why I think it's dangerous information to to tell people that it's okay to to be healthy and eat processed food. That's not food, right? It's it's funny. It's funny that anybody. I don't think anybody takes this guy seriously. I mean, there's, there's not there's not one person that I've seen agree with any of his comments that he's that he's that he's been saying. Yeah. But uh, to 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 set to send a to send a message that these that these foods are okay and to look at the foods that we're eating like butter and animal based fats specifically butter we get made fun of for eating butter because I, because apparently that's weird I think the butter tastes amazing <laughs> um, the only reason people are afraid to eat is because everybody thinks it's bad for you because mainstream media tells you it's bad for you try it just try just try eat just try eating butter I'm dead serious it is it is so good not even on top of the steak just straight out of the package <laughs> um, yeah. I cut that out for the lion diet too, though. Um, fun fact: yeah. after 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 you, after you cut out butter for 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 like a week, tallow tastes like even better than butter, bro. And you, you I, just, I, your body just like craves it, man. It's so good. That's one thing I haven't pulled yet. I haven't. I have yet to try to eat butter. I haven't done it yet. I'm sure it is probably delicious. I've tried <laughs> but I haven't taken a bite of just butter yet. But there, I I'll be honest, <laughs> I have not heard a negative thing about it yet. No, no, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, but for, but for, but for someone to, but for someone to say that, um, that eating a diet primarily in animal fats is, is bad for you is, uh, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see that. That just makes absolutely no common sense whatsoever. What incentive would I have to encourage people to eat butter 
and encourage people to eat animal products if I knew it was bad for them. That put that makes it really hard for me to sell keto bricks. That makes it really hard for me to sell protein powder. I sell all the shit that he's telling everybody else to buy. But I but 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 I but I tell people in my consultations, look, the best thing you can do is beef, butter, eggs, and 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 bacon. Okay. B-E-B-B. Like that's that should be the foundation of your of your of your meal plan if you're a carnivore. Throw throw, throw if, if if you like fish, great, eat fish. I don't like fish. If you like eggs, great, throw throw eggs in there. But that should be your foundation of it, right? Um, if you're gonna supplement it with some protein bars and stuff, great. Like I have people that buy protein bars for me. Like I know that they're better off if they eat beef, butter, bacon, and eggs. But for but for, for most but for most of the people that like aren't on my meal plans and stuff and they just want to support us or that are are into bodybuilding but they're not sold on the carnivore diet or whatever, it's like I know that what that protein bar is healthier than whatever they were going to eat for lunch <laughs> you know so i can so i so i so i can sleep at night uh feeling like i'm feeling like I'm, I'm i'm an authentic coach but just practically speaking why on earth would i why on earth would i make it harder for me to for myself to make money um preaching something that i really tr- truly do believe in i hope that, the, that makes sense the reason of course the, the reason that he thinks it's bad for you is the stuff that he sucks he, like PMIDs, certain, st- certain studies that are, you know, from PubMed that are observational epidemiology and, and, and meta-analysis and, and stuff like that. That's not, that's, and this is the thing, this is what I was trying to explain to him, but he, he just doesn't understand this. He wants to cling to this as if it's some sort of science and it is nothing of the sort. It isn't science. It's, 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 it's got a conflict of interest that's 20 pages long. Yeah observational research it's not real and that's what any any underpins it with cause and effect statement saying well this causes that no no it doesn't you said cause cause is a cause and effect statement effect is the conjugate of cause that's what it is and you're saying this as if you can underpin a claim of cause and effect that ldl is causing heart disease that works never been done never no no (laughs) not at all that's what he thinks, and 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 he's underpinning that's, that, it. That, that's a, that's what most people think, and they just and and, and they just and they just take it for granted. And even triglycerides too. Like I, maybe I shouldn't say that, but like, but pe- people are people are second guessing whether triglycerides even have anything to do with it. Um, they probably do. I don't know. My triglycerides are low. All my clients' triglycerides are, are, are low, but they all have high LDL, and they're all perfectly fine and perfectly healthy. And most of them were on the carnivore diet way before I ever started coaching them. And they've taught me more about the diet than I know. I'm just the bodybuilding coach that helps them get in shape doing it. <laughs> oh, is of <clears throat> I won't say it's useless because it's not, but it's a very low interest. Your LDL is exa- it's under the control of your genes. It's only about 20% of your diet is actually influenced. 20% of your cholesterol is influenced by your diet. So that's the way it works. The liver is going to, that's why vegans don't die because their, their liver produces 80% of the cholesterol that they need. And if you don't eat enough dietary cholesterol, your liver is going to produce everything that you need anyway. If you eat more than you need, you'll shit it straight out. And this is what he doesn't understand is he doesn't understand cholesterol. Then he throws LDL around as if it's cholesterol. It's nothing of the sort. It's a lipoprotein. That's what it is. It's not even cholesterol in any respectable medical school anywhere in the world. If you look up what a, what a cholesterol molecule looks like, there's not one, two or three. There's only one. That's what it is. It's cholesterol. Right. And he, and he's, and he floats these studies around thinking that he's got some point here, not having any idea that there is a, milieu of confounding fact these are human beings left to their own homes to their own accord and they're telling you what they're eating newsflash yeah why they're lying they don't remember what they eat not only that it's so inaccurate there's so many inconsistencies inconsistencies and collinearities and confounding factors it makes this thing a giant and then he'll say well this is a meta-analysis and if you look at the hierarchy of evidence you'll find that a meta-analysis is at the very top and you'll say okay well what you'll find is that a meta-analysis of randomized controlled trials is at the top of the so-called hierarchy this is not a randomized controlled trial this is not any controls. This is observational, naturalistic observations that are garbage. So then you'll find that a meta-analysis of completely uncontrolled naturalistic observations isn't at the top of any hierarchy. It's a fucking scam is what it is. And it's, it's, you've been fooled. You've been duped. And yeah. that's the reason right there 
that he won't have the debate with me because I've I've offered it to him on I don't know how many different posts DM him, debate me get get in front of your live audience and I will rip you apart on this topic limb from limb you stand zero chance and he won't do it because he knows yeah. he's wrong. That's that's that, that's that's just when he stops commenting and then he finds another post. <laughs> or he'll move the goalpost. Yeah. Or he'll move the goalpost. That's what he'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 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 he'll start or, or he'll start saying that I don't know that I don't know what I'm talking about as a Christian because I promote the carnivore diet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, here we go. I think this this is a, this is a good segue into this. Then go um, ahead. I think, do it. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I think you'll. I think I think you'll be entertained by this one, pal. So. Uh, so, so he claims that it's okay to eat bread because Jesus did, um, because I said this on, on, cause, cause I, I publicly say this all the time. Uh, Proverbs 15, 22 plans fail when there is no counsel because with many advisors, they succeed. Uh, it's one of my favorite verses that I quote all the time to communicate how much my own clients and the, and the nutritionists that I have on our show have changed my life for the, for the better. Um, they've taught me so much, and it's my way of acknowledging these special people and that they are a gift from God. So when David says, oh, uh, and this is da- this is David Roden, by the way, on Instagram as uh, fit underscore drunk. Not sure what that what that stands for. But anyway, uh, Mr. Mr. David, we will call him. Um, so he goes, oh, don't you dare justify your nonsense with the Bible. Jesus ate bread. If he is the son of God and made no mistakes, you are wrong. So keep your cult biblical justifications to yourself. That was his, that, that, that was his comment to me. My reply to that was, let's debate that live. Tell me when and where. That's not nutritional advice and you know it. He replies, do you believe Jesus was perfect and made mistakes? Should be a simple answer. Be careful. You are also a false carnivore idol, whatever that means. Bye-bye. <laughs> So I replied back, thanks for proving once again your lack of character and that you are a keyboard warrior. I look forward to Judgment Day. Uh, I I have a few things to answer to for sure, but false teaching isn't going to be one of them. So this is my response until if and when David would like to accept my offer to debate this live. Um, I believe the Bible is the word of God, perfect and without error. Why do I reference it in most of my public speaking podcasts and client calls, social media because as a coach, our, our spiritual health is even more important than our physical health. We have a body, a soul, and a spirit, and are therefore two-thirds invisible and one-third visible. I taught this concept at length on our last uh, Monday podcast, excuse me, on our last, yeah, on our last two Monday podcasts, episodes uh, 225 and 227. So God's word is a, this is what it is. It's a moral foundation for what I do, uh, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I say, how I think at supersetyourlife.com in our household. Um, pastor Roger, our, our pastor from Elevation Church Billings, taught us yesterday uh, from Acts chapter 4. This, this was the sermon. Uh, we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. It's Acts 4.20. Act, uh, 4.20, easy to remember, right? <laughs> anyway, um, so let's be clear that I'm a bodybuilding coach and a nutrition co- c- consultant, not a pastor. Um, Acts 17.11 says the people here were of more noble character than those in Thessalonica since they received the word with eagerness and examined the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So what Acts 17, 11 teaches is that whenever you hear you as a listener, whenever you hear me or anybody uh, teach or reference the Bible, this is your clear instruction to double check their work or our work. Um, God always rewards the diligent student. Proverbs 25, 2 says it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to investigate a matter. Um, So the Bible is not a nutrition book. It's not a marriage book. It's not a financial book. It's not a history book. Although it does cover all of those topics, it's not a list of rules that you can pick and choose from to make God out who you think he should be. So although the Bible is accurate on all the above, it is a book about Jesus Christ. So to pick apart, uh, various contemporary topics we need to dig in a little bit and look at context so where are the main places that the bible talks about bread um most people would say john chapter six that's kind of the most famous one so uh this uh john six thirty five. he says i am the bread of life all right context jesus is speaking to a large diverse crowd in capernaum this is a major trade route um there's uh, Egyptians, Mesopotamians, Jews, like they had a bit, a bit of a mix of everybody. So he's speaking to, he's speaking to a very diverse crowd. Um, in John 6, 26, 
right before that, he says, truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. So what Jesus is doing here is recalling the five, uh, feeding the 5,000 on the Sermon of the Mount, which was his most recent miracle, along with walking on water. Uh, Greek 5526. I looked this one up this morning. Um, this is the Greek verb chortazo. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. Chortazo, cortazo. Anyway, it means to feed, to fatten, um, to fill, and to satisfy. It's a verb usually used symbolically to describe spiritually satisfied, not physically full. So uh, Matthew 5, 6, Luke 6, 21, Psalm 106, uh, verse 9. Th these are all situations where the word chortazo is, is used um, or, where, or, or, or where to be full is used uh, symbolically. So that's how it's usually used. Anyway, therefore, based on the context, we can assume that Jesus is describing spiritual satisfaction and, of course, is not advocating to eat bread for dietary purposes and certainly not for athletic performance. John 6.32, he says, Truly I tell you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. This bread that was given to the Israelites was a gift so that they could survive. Uh, Leviticus chapter 11, one through eight, you might get a kick out of this one, man. Uh, it actually gives clear instructions to Israel and to many scholars uh, that still believe, and, and many scholars today still applies, uh, believe that this applies to us today. I don't really know where I stand on that one. I think I'm kind of on the fence, but uh, um, on how to best eat for, uh, to, to be clean for ceremonial cleanliness and for, and for physical health. I'm not sure if that applies to us or if it applies um, just specifically to Israel here. Again, there's very, very good scholars on both sides of the fence on that one. Um, but spoiler alert, it's basically the lion diet. <laughs> so if you yeah. don't believe, if you don't believe me, go and read it for yourself. It's Leviticus chapter 11 verses one through eight. But uh, my, my, uh, one, one of our clients, Dominique Young, leader of Faith Family Worldwide. It's an online Bible study. It's a YouTube ministry. Um, she's, she's been walking myself and some of my other clients through the book of Leviticus. And what we're finding is that very consistently animal sacrifices, specifically the fat of the animals are always presented as preferred over bread for sacrifice, uh, sacrificial purposes and for, and for food for mankind. Um, bread is usually presented as a less expensive alternative for those that are not fortunate enough to have access to the ruminant animals that are typically referenced. Whenever, whenever meat is readily available, God gives the command to eat it. Uh, Deuteronomy 12.20 says, When the Lord your God enlarges your territory as he has promised you, and you say, I want to eat meat because you have a strong desire to eat meat, you may eat meat whenever you want. So in conclusion, the Bible is not a, uh, it does not teach a specific diet. It's not a contest prep book. The Bible does give us clues about what food was ideal and what was not ideal for our ancestors. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, everything is permissible for me, but not all things are helpful. Everything is lawful for me, but I will not become the slave of anything or be brought under its power. Jesus drank alcohol. Jesus drank bread. That doesn't mean that he's telling us to eat carbs five days, five, five times a day and, and to drink wine all the time. Correct. So, what, so what's our battle cry here that we proclaim almost at the end of almost every podcast episode at supersetyourlife.com? First Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought at a price. So glorify God with your body. So I believe that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and as I chew every bite of food that enters my mouth, I keep this concept in mind. I can't eat bread personally and jack up my insulin and believe that I'm doing my body any justice there. I'm gonna I, I'm I'm not here to demonize bread if that's your favorite food. I'm a coach that cares about you. And whenever I take bread out of someone's diet, I see absolutely nothing but upsides. Back. So eat for what is optimal, not what you can get away with. Furthermore, the bread that they were eating at the time was significantly less processed with significantly less ingredients than most of the breads that people eat today. So my challenge to you if the listener, as a listener is if you like to eat bread, uh, first, first thought is to swap it for Ezekiel's um, sprouted grain bread. There's less anti-nutrients, uh, still high in fiber, but overall you're doing less damage with that. Um, Email my wife, Taylor, or myself for low-carb bread recipes. She's Italian and loves bread and does a wonderful job with a ketogenic bread, actually. 
admin at supersetyourlife.com. So um, one more thing to David. Once again, I'm happy to debate this topic with you, pal, uh, in, in front of your audience, in front of mine, whoever you want to. I'm confident in how to, in, in how we interpret both the word of God and formally debate accusations that you make to me and my athletes like mature adults. Um, I'm still waiting for you to accept my offer and my request, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of that, pal? <laughs> I think that's the exact reason why he won't debate is the last 10 minutes. <laughs> surface to air nuclear shit missile on his thoughts that's what just happened <laughs> i think you know as 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 i mean there it is right there i mean he, he, humans this this is our natural diet it's what it's what we evolved on as a species it's an absolutely slam dunk scientific fact this is what we're here to do and now that doesn't mean that we can't put other things in our mouth like i said but it, i think it's important to understand that there is a line between the two there is a line between human food and recreational drugs, which is, which is what I think, you know, this, it's what I think needs to happen. And I think that that that's where things need to start. And unfortunately for David, he hasn't done that. It's the ego, man. It's, it's ego. It's just, it's egotistical coaches who think that they understand this stuff and they neglect so much and they, they end up doing harm, you know, and that's, it's sad, but I think it's the reality, you know, and, and when you're encouraging people to drink Mountain Dew, you're probably not doing a very good thing, man. That's just not the, the reality is most people can't, they can't moderate it. They, they're, they're not going to drink one Mountain Dew every month. They're going to drink one a day. Right. You know, and that's just, it's just the reality of it. And, 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 and another thing is that m most people and probably including him, you know, considering he did this the way that he did it, he's probably never, and, and I can say from my own personal experience, I was part of that. I was part of them until you do this and you, and you feed your body the way it was intended to eat. You don't know that you feel it. You don't, you don't have a clue. You don't, you don't you don't realize how bad you don't realize how bad you feel until you go carnivore. And then you start reintroducing carbs and you're like, Oh crap. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I really don't miss the inflammation. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't miss the insulin spikes. I really don't miss the sugar crashes. You kind of you kind of move on with your life and never look back. That's what ninety nine percent of carnivores car carnivores that I see do. Twenty nineteen when I did this, I I started and I and I went really strict. I had literally bacon, beef, and eggs for I think about sixteen weeks, and I felt fantastic. Yeah, my, my jujitsu was on point. I just mentally felt dialed in. I just felt like I had access to information, like my my ability to recall things and then regurgitate it out my mouth. It just, I felt like the, what do you call them? Synopsis or whatever. They were just fire. I just was, I was just right, man. Like I was like, man, I just feel fantastic. It was my birthday. And I was like, you know what? I want to go to cold stone and get a big cookie dough ice cream. I'm, it's my birthday. I want, I want to do that. And I got a large man. I went in and I, <laughs> and I honestly felt like I was going to die. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like Oh, Oh my God, I feel horrible. Like, and it, and it, it lasted for a good day and a half. I mean, I was wrecked. My, my performance in the gym the next day was God awful. Yeah. And I, and I think it was in the, those are, those are the, when you really learn the lesson is right then and there when you're like, Oh, that's what that does to me. Like that is pitiful. And then you start yeah. to get this new appreciation for feeling good and healthy. And like my, you know my sleep's the best it's ever been and it just messes with everything when you eat that stuff and, and and unfortunately for david he's he's probably never experienced that but i can tell you this if he tried it this is my challenge to you david this is my this is my challenge try our way because we've done <laughs> yeah We've done your way. I've died. We've, we've we've done your way. We've done your way. Like it, it almost put us in the hospital, man. We're my, done with my, it. We're never going back. You try it our way now. <laughs> my, my next girlfriend of mine is an IFBB pro bodybuilder. I know count uh -huh. calories. No prep. I've done it. I know it's six meals a day. Like I know counting calories. I know. I know. I know it. I know it. My challenge is this: do our way of eating for for twelve weeks. I guarantee you. You will feel the best you have ever felt in your entire life. You'll never admit this. You'll never come out and say <laughs> it, but you can't ignore the truth and you will experience what we experience. And I'll bet you the end of it, you'll be a zealot too.
<laughs> yeah. Don't 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 compromise and don't go and, and don't backslide on us, pal. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so it's heart health month, Stephen. Uh, I found these stats. I, f- I found these statistics to be a little eye opening this morning, uh, considering the comments that we've been getting about eating butter. Um, I was listening to Dr. Anthony Chafee this morning, and mm-hmm. he said there is a direct correlation with the rise in seed oils and the rise of cardiovascular disease, but yep. it's sort of the opposite with animal fats. Um, right. And he's very good at citing these studies throughout his book. As if anybody's curious, I'm also going to be referencing uh, quite a few of them. What is it? Uh, two days. Yeah. So by the time this is published, I will have already delivered this talk. But um, in two days, I'm going to because we're pre-recording for for Friday. But um, I'm going to be speaking in front of a in front of a middle school teaching oh. about yeah teaching about heart health. And so definitely, I'm going to be teaching the differences between healthy and non-healthy fats. So Dr. Chafee told a story about his friend whose uh, oncologist didn't because he had cancer uh, didn't want him eating red meat because of all the hormones that are in red meat or she rather, sorry. Um, so look at this, the estrogen and that's, that's in red meat for three ounces of lean red meat. Hormone treated cows is about 3.9 nanograms of estrogen. Okay. The phytoestrogen in soy is over 1 million nanograms per three ounces. So, Stephen, does it or does it not infuriate you when medical doctors and mainstream media continued to advocate to replace to, to replace animal fat from 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 animal sources with seed oils? Well, I think the invention of seed oils was around 1913. I think they were originally introduced as a as a machine lubricant, I believe. Yeah. And you'll see in, in what Dr. Anthony Chafee's talking about, and pause right there. Dr. Anthony Chafee is a brilliant guy who deserves so much credit for this. Everything uh, he says is legit. <laughs> he's very smart. He's very smart. He's very well understood. Brilliant. Brilliant, and, and brilliant, and he walks the walk like the rest of the carnivore doctors do. How many right. vegan doctors do you see that actually are in shape or that look like they're any or, or that look like they're healthy and aren't on a whole bunch of supplements? Correct. All the best. All the best carnivore nutritionists in the world. They look great. He looks like a beast. <laughs> like he looks like a stud. Yeah. He doesn't supplement nothing because he doesn't need nothing. His di- his diet does everything. <laughs> Correct. And uh, yeah, like 1913, and and then and then you know even even as those seed oils started to populate even like the northern territories, like in Alaska and Inuit, you started to see cancer. And uh, I read a, I read a pipe. I I have to find the the the, the citation for your audience. There was a paper of a German doctor who had visited the Inuit population. He could not find a case of cancer or heart disease in that population until within like 15 to 20 years after seed oils got there. And the inflammatory polyunsaturated fats that are in that, that are in the, it's, it's, it's metabolic poison that exactly zero human beings should swallow. It's not good for you. Yeah. It's a natural butter, ghee, tallow, animal fats. You, we were blaming an ancient food for modern disease. That's what it is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And it's the, the notion that you should <laughs> eat. I can't even believe we have to talk about it. Another one is this. I, uh, there's a guy that I work with. He's a vegan. And, and he, he's constantly saying nonsense, as you would expect any vegan to do. But he came up to me. Sounds he, about right. <laughs> about a bacon. And he's like, well, what about, what about bacon? You eat bacon. I'm like, what's wrong with bacon? And he goes, what about nitrates? What about it? And he goes, well, you're eating nitrates. It's not good for you. And I go, there's far more nitrates in all the vegetables you eat. <laughs> he goes, nah. And I go, okay, here's the deal. I want you to Google. You got a computer in front of you right now, right? Google, is there more nitrates in vegetables or meat? And he looks it up and it said like 80% of the nitrates come from vegetable sources. Yeah. <laughs> and it, he was just like mind blown. He couldn't believe this. And I was like, here, I got another thing for you. Yeah. And, and, and those vegetable sources have fiber that are blocking the nutrients that you, that, that you really do need in the first place. Just yeah. stop the nonsense and eat the pork. <laughs> Go ahead. Not bad. If, if nitrates were bad and were doing harm to us, our body would have figured that out and it would have filtered it in the liver. It doesn't. In fact, your yeah. soul recycles and reproduces nitrates all on its own. It's an absolutely indicated thing in human physiology to have nitrates and that's the that's the you can hear so many people talk about nitrates and bacon oh god but but 
it's just an echo chamber of lies. The same thing is with saturated fat. The same thing is with high LDL. The same thing with nitrates. The same thing with all these things. The actual real credible information. If you want to find out what is the indicated diet for our species, look at comparative anatomy. Why is your gastric pH 1.5? It's lower than a hyena. <laughs> There's a reason for it. It's because you evolved as a scavenger. It's a fact. It is a fact. We've been on this planet eating meat and fat for four and a half million years. It's what, that's why if I put seared ribeye in front of a three-year-old and then a plate of lettuce, which one's he going to eat? Same thing that my kids go for every time I ask yeah. them. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is people want to overcomplicate things and you have to have this crazy formula and this Fitbit. There's not an animal in the world that walks around with a Fitbit and macros. But unless you're something no. like who has an extremely specific goal and needs to dial things in. That's different. But when yeah. you're just a general everyday guy who wants to be healthy, you don't need to count. Just eat to satiety. Stop when you're full. Period. Yep. Yeah. 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 Be, be honest with yourself. If you're, if you're, if, if you're overweight, that's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying this to be, to be rude, but you, you, you got, you got overweight by eating stuff that was not the carnivore diet. You, 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 you had uh, a balanced diet, uh, whatever, um, you, you, it was, there, there, there were carbs in your plan for sure for you to get to where you're at. Lots of them. It's not the animal fats. It's not the calories. Stop eating the, stop, stop eating the carbs that the addictive foods that, 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 that are, that, 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 that trigger you and, and, and start over. And just like you said, there's not a, there's not a single animal on planet on this planet that is confused on what they're supposed to eat except correct. for human beings. That's and, we're the, and, we're, and we're, and we're, and we're the smartest species. Apparently. I mean, apparently not, apparently not. Why are we so confused? Why, only... why, why do we not know what, what, what food is, is, is appropriate for human beings? We're not omnivores. We're carnivores. Correct. Lions are at the top of the food chain. People oh. are at the top of the food chain. Genesis nine, three Genesis one twenty seven. Um, there you go. <laughs> eat like a lion. The only thing that's obese in this world are humans and their pets. Mm-hmm. That's it. You ever notice that? It's, it's people and their pets. It's the only things on the whole planet that are obese. It's because we're feeding them the wrong shit. Yeah. We, dogs we, are- we, stopped, we, we, stopped, we stopped feeding our cats cat food and our dog dog. We've never fed our dog dog food. Um, our cats, we, we, we went, went so far as to stop feeding them cat food. So, yeah, it's just like leftovers of our food. But – we have lots of barn mice, and so it gives them extra incentive to make sure they're doing their job. <laughs> right, and that's its that's its that's its nature. Yeah. You know that you allow that cat to do what it's what it's physiologically designed to do. That's it's a predator. It is a cat. It is it is a predator. oh it is it is a predator, and they are evil with it. Have you ever watched a cat eat a mouse? Like just oh, watched a cat eat a mouse? Psycho man, yeah, bro. Like next time you go to pet that cat, you're gonna think twice, yeah, because like these <laughs> these cats that that eat our barn mice, bro. Like yeah. I, I was so I was so proud of him. His name his name is his name's Linus. Um, and, and when we got these cats, man, like the the people that sold them to us just like wanted to get rid of them, and so like they were they were they were, they were, they were like you know way too young to be separated from their mom and everything. But um, uh, but they they've 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 been getting bigger, thankfully, because they've been eating lots of mice. But yeah, man, um. Just, just, just like was it, it? It took. I'm not even kidding. I, I'm not exaggerating one bit. It took 15 minutes for this cat to eat this mouse, and the mouse was alive the entire time, dude. Oh. Didn't didn't even kill him. Like the mouse is squealing and squeaking, and I'm looking at that thing like, I almost feel bad for you, but I don't. <laughs> but they are so savage. And then kids go over oh, the ethics. Okay, yeah, that cat really cares about ethics here. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the way it is, you know, it's just that's life, and you know, it's it's part it's part of it. Um, yeah, but yeah, cats are absolute. It's <laughs> related sort of those Facebook reels that you come across. You just bored and scrolling. Somehow, I got myself into this rabbit hole of like tigers, <laughs> leopards, and cougars, like right through a cage, growling at a camera, like within distant, like on two feet, and like watching like a large cat growl like that is is like deeply terrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like a, a leopard. I seen this, this guy, not a leopard. It was indoors. It was in a cage. Guys walking down the hallway, the cages on the, on the, the, all the way down on the left. And they opened the cage and it had a curtain. They open a curtain and then it reveals obviously the humans to the leopard. And this leopard 
let out a growl. And it was like, dude, if you heard that in the woods, like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, like that's terrifying. <laughs> that's so funny, man. Good talk, dude. Uh, what what do you what what are you having for dinner tonight? I already ate. I had uh, two New York strips and I had one small little uh, like yogurt. And that was it. Ooh, nice. That's it for me for the night out. That's uh, that's pretty much my strategy. Um, yeah, I probably go up in the cardio a little bit as the wedding gets nearer. And then, uh, you know, just do some, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minute intervals of stairs and stuff and come down about, I find when I go up in cardio too high, I start getting ravenous. So, um, yeah, me, yeah, me too, for sure. It's like, like it's, I'm just thinking of all, of all the days when I was on contest prep, when I did like an hour on the stair mill and I was so proud of myself. And then, and then like, and then later that night, yeah, I just can't control it, man. Like I'm just freaking eating everything in sight. (laughs) And so, so my strategy lately has been easy on the cardio, man, easy on the cardio and, uh, do it on the days where you're not lifting weights because both of those things stimulate your appetite too. And so if you're, if if you're cutting, it just all comes down to diet. You can, you could not do a step of cardio if you nail your diet properly, but it's, but as soon as you start ramping up your appetite, man, it makes things tough. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, all right, brother. I guess that's, that's, we'll call it a show. Yeah. 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 Sounds good, man. All right. Thanks again. Uh, one more time. Where can everybody go to find you? Okay. So if you guys are looking for coaching, you need to, I, I do free consultations. So I'll have a conversation with you. We'll see if we're a fit. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at, on Instagram at the dot ancestral dot perspective that's on instagram or you can go to my website www.theancestralperspective.com and uh go ahead and there's a scheduling tool we can you can schedule a uh a consultation call with me and we'll see if we're fit that's right that's how you, that's how you do it everybody uh make sure you subscribe to this show too because he'll be back <laughs> <laughs> see you guys take care Hey, podcast. Thanks a lot for joining us for this one with Coach Steve. And if you found it helpful, please share it with a friend. A couple things before we sign off. We have nootropic icing keto bricks back in stock, baby. Yeah. Uh, We have most of our other flavors in stock, too, on our website, supersetyourlife.com. Chocolate peanut butter cup. That is definitely our best seller. Uh, Coconut cream. I like that one because it has MCT uh, MCT oil in it. Milk and cookies. That's a delicious one as well. Uh, Toasted coconut almond, chocolate malt, and mocha. These all have about 30 grams of protein and about 15 grams of carbs and about 90 grams of fat. Kind of 5 grams north or south on all those. And so uh, my favorite thing about them as a bodybuilder, currently I'm not eating them right now because I'm on the lion diet. Whenever I'm not on the lion diet, that is for sure the first thing that goes back in because that first meal of every single day satisfies my sweet cravings and I know that all of my macronutrient ratios are exactly where they're supposed to be for my contest prep. So keto bricks, absolutely love them. Uh, Nootropic icing, like I said, back in stock as of yesterday. Um, All right. And the second announcement, last one, is peak potassium cave salt. We are still offering 15% off of that. Your code at checkout is K is for potassium, just like it sounds. That is K I S the number four, and then the word potassium all spelled out. If you get five or more, it's going to save you 15% at checkout. All right. Why supplement potassium when you could get it 100% naturally from sea salt? Once again, I've been using this salt every single day for the past two years straight. Don't plan on stopping anytime soon. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody, for joining again. We'll catch you on Monday, as always, on episode 229 of the supersetyourlife.com podcast.